Jim, we're back in the, the blue room. Back back home. We're back home. We're in our recording studio, our normal um, Monsters of Talk. We are here with our old friends, um, Scott Silverman and Edward Herta, a.k.a. Von Frog. We're doing a gig tonight. You're coming. Also, jamming. Jamming. And it's Jim's birthday. Oh, yeah. The, the least important part of the day. Yay, Jim. That's super important. That's the whole point. It's all Botox and birthday cake from here on. Remember, wrestling below the nose. <laughs> I just like rest in a lot. Below the nose. Restylane below the nose. If you're going to get injections, you want to do Restylane down here in your marionette lines. That's what they're <gasps> called. Yeah, marionette lines. Oh no. Yeah. Wait. Um. What? What are? What? Oh, that's a terrible. What are a marionette line? I mean, I know what they are. They're like when you go and you do some sort of a routine. Like if you're gonna do a song, say you're you're in the Brady Bunch and you're gonna do a song dressed as a hobo with Carol Brady and was it Cindy Brady? Who was the ho? What was the hobo routine? Wherever we go, what yeah, is that? yeah. Wherever we go, whatever we do, yeah, I'm gonna do good together. It was probably written by Paul Williams. This isn't some nice. This isn't some nice poetry bit where um. Uh, the young kids are pouring water on your head from above, with a uh, with uh, a with a spout with a with a with a water can, right? Oh, with, with me and Robert Reed. It's the same show, though, right? The variety show. The variety show was I that mean, the same not, episode? Not the variety show that they had that was a variety show, but right. it was a school variety show. Yeah, when they had um in the thing, but yeah, but they they had marionette lines in that sketch. Drawn in, <laughs> and you'll get them drawn into your face eventually. We all do, unless. Oh shit! None of that was on the. I'm sorry. We we're, we're working on two mics today because yeah. I forgot to bring the connector. Oh, that's okay. I was just. I'm. I know this so well. Uh, the marionette lines you will get with age because it, lo- it looks like you're a puppet. It's so sad, and you can put fillers in, which is quite painful and really weird. Or you can have marionette lines and just look like a puppet the rest of your life. Is that? Does everyone get them? Uh, I'm getting them, so I don't know if everyone gets them. But you, you have an age today. Ah, oh, Jim, neither but you, you haven't. We're the same age. Though. How does you? How 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 am I the same age? And I look so much older than you. <laughs> You don't. I have pictures from our younghood, Jim. That our younghood. <laughs> no, you look the same, Jim. You look the same. But how how come I'm old and gray and you're like so vibrant? I mean, do you, does somebody touch their hair up? <laughs> no, not yet. But I will. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you, are you bullshitting me? I swear to God, I don't touch it up. I swear, ask Cynthia. No, I would tell everybody. How are you not gray? Um. God, I I wonder if it's a lot of weed has retarded my aging. Because <laughs> even even the follicles are like, I can't fucking be bothered yeah. today. Or I just don't change. You know how lazy I am. <laughs> it's like I won't change. Same hairstyle. It's like, no, I'm not going to change my hair color. Because it's just I, at some point I think I, I dyed it a couple of times, and then you just you just get to a point where you're like, fuck it, this is what I look like. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Oh, I accepted that a long time ago. But you no, look you great. Look, you look great. But I I I didn't I don't dye my hair. They dye it at work at, at um, Drop Dead Diva. So, and then Eddie's a lot younger than we are. But you know, that's all I got to say about that. Just youth. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's what youth is about. It's all just fucking. Yeah, I'm just young. Guys, Enjoy it. You guys start talking about the Brady Bunch. I'm like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep up now. I don't know how many variety shows they apparently had. Oh, the Brady Bunch, after it went off the air as a series, it came back a year or two later as a variety show. I didn't know 
Yeah, it was like really weird because it was um it it was on video. It wasn't on film, so it had a different look. And then it had it was like live, sort of sketchy comedy, but they also had um music. So it was like the Sonny and Cher show, right? Slack, exactly. Partridge Family, absolutely. Well, that's that was what like the mid to late seventies was about seventy six, seventy seven. The variety, the Donny Marie variety, oh, variety, uh, Sunny and Lady Cher, and like Jeff. Said, oh yeah, that Remember was the that best one. one. Johnny Cash had a variety one. show, I think. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A but lot of people did. Like everybody did. How do I want to? That's I want to bring back the variety. You should show. have a variety show. That because Carol Burnett. That's like the Carol best Burnett one. Show. That is the best. One. That one combined sketch and um, that one had that didn't have music though. That was what um, about variety show? <laughs> That'd be great. I do it as a special. We do a variety show, and then we could have like it would be great because it would it would have that look, and then we could have like we'll go on in front of like a house with like a bloodhound, <laughs> and then they would be playing. It's like be like hee haw, hee haw, right? And then people coming up out of the um, the cornfield. We corn bring back field. the cornfield. Yeah. Just for the, you know. Modernize it and make it sustainable shrubbery, you know, pop up behind the cacti because it's California. (laughs) Well, Scott and I went in, we fell into an early 80s video um, hole and we watched this video from iSchool Works, you know, um, from a whisper to a scream. Yeah. And then there's like, in the video, there's all of these um, autumn leaves that are like dried leaves that are blowing through. And I was like, if I was there, I would have, it would be from a whisper to the ENT with my allergies so bad. <laughs> it would be a whisper to a wheeze. <laughs> we should do we should do a variety show. You would be great on a variety show, Eddie. It would be fun. I, would, I could tap dance. I can also, you know, I could tap dance and play the banjo at the same time. Right. That could be fun and well, interesting. Well, on Hee Haw, they used to have Appalachian musicians and comedians, okay. and they would yeah. play the spoons. And they would do the <laughs> that weird that, 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 uh, that thing where you blow into it and it's got the two X's. You know, <laughs> a jug, a jug, yeah, or a uh, <laughs> or a bong. <laughs> I've blown sure, into I'm enough sure of those. You were dis- describing that. Well, that's it. It wouldn't be a cornfield anymore. It'd be a field of weed. Oh, that'd be great, but it would make it awfully hard to sing because I'd forget <laughs> the lyrics. <laughs> But that becomes, then it becomes like, that's like um, Smothers Brothers territory almost. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't even remember those. I, like, I know so little about the Smothers Brothers. That's kind of a... Yo-yo. They were, they were yo-yo. Those were the yo-yo guys, right? They were expert yo-yos at yo-yo. No, uh, the Smothers, were they? Yeah. Um, Tommy, Tommy Smothers had a yo-yo man character in the late 80s, early 90s. Okay. And that was his sort of thing. But the Smothers Brothers... As an act, the, the the two brothers, Tom and Dick's mothers, w- were a folk act, but comedy. Okay. And then they had a sketch show that was was so incendiary at the time that it was taken off the air by CBS because it attacked uh, the Johnson administration, Vietnam, religion, all kinds of things, yeah. and um, and they they yanked it. But they, but they were also um, really great musicians, and then they also had like great musicians on. And I think Len, Glenn Campbell was kind of in their rotation. Actually, today is also Buck Owens' birthday. Oh wow, that's not bad. <laughs> so Buck Owens was born in the I think 1929, but he. Um, so was I. He out? No. Another guitarist, but you don't have. The, Buck, you don't Owens have the guitar. Buck Owens guitar. Any well, Buck Owens guitar. I um I want that one, but now I'm gonna get the. Uh, 
that this presidential blueberry, which is going to be sort of my proxy, Buck Owens, but the Buck Owens one, the, the red, white, and blue one is a great one. Yeah. Do you want the Tally Electric or do you want like the Ryan Adams, one that Ryan Adams plays? I want the one that Ryan Adams the acoustic. has. Acoustic. Yeah. Okay. But the one that Ryan Adams had, what he had done was he had changed it somehow. It's the Buck Owens guitar, but then he made it into the Rasta flag as opposed to the American flag. So it's like the orange, green, and red really? of Rasta flag. Okay. That's the color of it, but it's, it's the same guitar. I saw some... Uh, red, uh, orange, and no, wait, I'm sorry, orange, green, and white guitars at, uh, where was I? Oh, no, the green, red, I'm sorry, a Mexican guitars. <gasps> Mexican. Oh, oh yeah. I was at a flea market this weekend in Sacramento. And if you've ever oh. want to go to a flea market, Sacramento is, they have legitimate flea markets. Oh, that sounds good. If you need a cowboy hat or some, you know, used Levi's, some $10 Levi's or Mexican, so you know, Mexican then go flag to guitars. Arden right the, afterwards. The, sa the Sacramento flea market called Denio's is the place to go. Oh, yeah, we should go. We should go. We've been a lot of time in Sacramento, the three of us, oh, yes. doing shows. And then we're going to do a show tonight. And, you know, it's a special, you know, it's a special day. It's, 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 it's Jim's birthday. And Bronnie knows it. I know it. Everybody knows. I mean, I don't really celebrate. I don't really celebrate my birthday. It's not a big deal anymore, is it? I don't care about mine. I've had so many. I'm good. I'm good. There's nothing. I got my best present when I was 20, and it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care. Well, I think there comes there, there, there comes a time when you actually forget how old you are. Also, when you know people are like, "Hey, how old you are?" and you're like, "Ah, I'm like 31." Ah. I have no idea. And then you have to bring out your phone to type in your date to the date now and then do the subtraction to see how old you actually, how old you are. I forget wow. how old I am all the time. Really? I've, oh, always. Do you have any idea how old you are like right now? Between 70 and 32. Okay. No, 17 and 32. <laughs> <laughs> you went to 70 and then you went to 17. Yeah. Yeah. Bronnie really likes you, Froggy. You know, I love dogs and I got this thing with animals. Um, animals really, and I just kind of we, we have a thing. She really animals likes and babies. you. I, I really get she along really with likes them. you. And then oh, you saw um, you you saw Holden, baby Kate's baby. Yeah, our um, our band baby. Mm -hmm. Holden is a beautiful little five and a half pound child. So cute. Um, five and a half pounds. Baby. Hang on, Bernie. He's so little. How old is he? He's like a couple of weeks old, right? I think. Well, technically, I think he's like negative, like three weeks old because yeah, he's a because he came out a little a little early. Yeah, he was his, his due date is actually next week. Yeah. Wow. So. And uh, it was funny going through names with with Kate and her husband Reza, um, because his last name is Jahangiri, and you know Kate's father's name is Robert. So she, they were thinking, well, you know, we could name him Robert, but then it'd be weird, like this very American. Robert with Jahangiri, the the Persian name, mm -hmm. and so we were going through like all these 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 names over the phone to figure out like how can you get an, a cool name, you know, to to kind of suit suit the kid who will most likely be a super creative person. Yeah, and they went with Holden, which is a great name, beautiful name. Yeah, awesome I mean name. it's a beautiful name. And you you got to see them, and then um, I have to say. Uh, Reza Ray, Reza, who is a uh, familiar to our listeners, if you've listened to our Kate Fear episode, Kate Fear, Kate, <laughs> Kate Fear, Fear. Um, he he surprised Kate during a rehearsal, and uh, well, Reza, I, I felt Reza was not as excited to meet Wilco as he was to meet Andrew Bird. Really? I mean, when Reza met Andrew Bird, it was like um, he had a speech prepared, <laughs> and he stood up really straight. 
<laughs> and he just came down and he just said all these things <laughs> to Andrew Bird and it was really and Andrew's very nice and Andrew's yeah. you know was so yeah um I mean it was a different situation too because when we went backstage for Wilco it was like a party going on there was like a lot of people yeah. and when we went to Andrew Bird it was me and Reza <laughs> <laughs> oh this was a different thing that you guys just went to yeah we went to the um we went to the tabernacle show and it, it there was a it was a couple other people there but um uh when we went backstage i just walked um andrew bird back you know andrew bird's backstage thing and they don't have any nobody's back there there's not like a group of a bunch of people and it's a bunch a, of yeah yeah not the same no I would be starstruck if I met Andrew Bird because I loved his award-winning performance in your video. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. I still laugh so hard just that one shot where his head is back. Just just thinking about it now makes me scream. Well, he's a really funny guy, um, but he's also rather, um, you know, an intimidating figure because he's a musical genius, obviously. And so, and 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 so Reza was really excited excited to meet him you mm -hmm. know because he was still excited to meet wilco he was excited to meet wilco but not as excited as he was to much more i didn't see the thought i can't engage that but and uh, he didn't he didn't take a picture with wilco but he did take a picture with with wilco's guitar yeah we got uh <laughs> did you get that picture that is specific i haven't seen the picture yet oh i've got it i wanted to make sure that, that reza gets it it's a picture yeah. of him on on a couch with jeff tweedy's hummingbird guitar and he's so He's so he doesn't have a picture of the baby, but he has a picture of that. I think. No, <laughs> no I would say that he doesn't. No, he had a picture of the baby taken with his Elvis Costello uh, Gibson. Oh, um, hit the baby and the guitar. Have you seen it? It's no. really cute. But but that's the thing. There was so much excitement, and and our excitement with meeting Wilco. It's it's to bring it back to Brady Bunch terms. It's almost like you know we we felt like the, the whole conquest of meeting them. Oh, that is amazing. That picture. I know, but we'll have to maybe show we'll them. post it or something. I love but that it. is look at this is how and it also seems slightly is. dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it always so seems slightly. I'm like, how did child they, protective how, services? I know. Should how be, did they do that? Like, uh, what did they balance the baby on the top of the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Child protective Wilbury is going to show up and uh, <laughs> confiscate the guitar and the child. It's very yeah. cute. Um, no, you know, Reza was, Lashed. he was excited, but I think he was also, because there were so many, like Jim James was back there and Wilco, you know, all of Wilco and mm -hmm. My Morning Jacket. So I think he was also trying to like kind of be cool and, you mm. know, just be like, oh yeah, I don't need a picture. You know, I'm just, I'm just hanging with the band, you know, like, like yeah. been there before sort of thing. And uh, one of my favorite bits was when he was... Uh, kind of arguing or debating with Jeff Tweedy and Jim James about the best way, the better way to play a, a B flat. Oh, you know? uh-huh. That, that, that I was didn't the see that. I didn't see that. So they, I think they played the weight in B flat and, and I think uh, one of Jim James or, or Tweedy, they, one of them was going to like bar it and the other one was going to play it with a capo and I think that Reza stepped in to kind of explain the, the better way for them to play it. Oh, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Which is funny. That's, well, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I well, mean, I'm sure he helped them out. We got, we did, we did that. We did pictures. We did everything. We, because we were we, just like, we, we were did. like, we were like Marsha Brady <laughs> wanting to meet um, 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 Davy Jones. Davy Jones. <laughs> we were like, but Wilco said they would play our prom. Yeah. Like we snuck in as like food delivery people and <laughs> pushed a pushed a, a cart into the hotel room. I was like we in the I level. was like in the room service table. You know, I was like underneath. <laughs> I was like in the little box that you keep the food hot in. I like scrunched my whole body into that little box. 
And we got in. And then we got into the studio and then Wilco's in there, go for making my lifetime brighter. Go. <laughs> but they were so, um, yeah, we had actually like not ceased the excitement over, we saw them uh, f- over like three or four days consecutively and then we saw them the week after um, and with no, at no time did any of the excitement fade. So... You guys, you guys. I mean, you guys were like fish heads or like dead heads, but for the Americanorama Festival. Yeah. And you guys saw four or five, four. Four. Yeah. But we also saw one unofficial show that they played. Yeah. That's where we met them. So this. it's like it's pretty amazing. You guys just followed a festival. Well, it was a good one to follow, and um, there'll be many more. But this, I mean, I I love I love rock and roll. It's like some, you know, to me, it's just a, an enduring thing, and it's great to find an age appropriate band. Actually, you know, because bands like. Most of them are much younger, I think, for me. Um, and uh, Wilco, they're exactly my age, and so that's a that's a good feeling. They're rockers, and they appeal to a you know people above them, and then far below them as well. Like mm-hmm. they're just a good rock and roll band. And they're nice gentlemen, all handsome, um, really good people. I think um, Pat is such an unsung hero. We don't even talk. We never even talk about how cool Pat is. Mm-hmm. Pat is so fucking cool. Pat just cruises. He's got his vest. He's got the hair. And he just kind of nonchalantly goes from one instrument to the other. And you don't even recognize, like, oh, he's playing piano. Oh, now he's playing synth. Oh, now he's playing guitar. Oh, now yeah. he's playing something or other. And just so rocking out. so goddamn cool. And I, then it's, yeah, it's great. I like, I like Nels reminds me of a, of a Russian, like a Russian contract, contract killer. Right. You know? He's, yeah. He's, he's just kind of. He's big and tall and lumbering. Yeah, and he's totally like um, somebody in, um, you know, A View to a Kill or something. Like, he's like, you know, like an old, like a Bond movie. He's like a very Bond. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, yeah, Jaws or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Bond. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's very, he's, I think he's very handsome oh, absolutely. as well. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a bit of like the Nick Lowe thing. We were like looking at Nick Lowe yesterday and he's so cute. So, I mean. But All of it, them. And yeah. Michael. Michael's handsome and lovely. We didn't get to talk to him on on our last podcast when we talked about, we didn't talk so much about um, Michael and and Pat Mm because we didn't get to talk to them that much. No. Till the next night. Yeah. And they were were so fantastic. Everybody was so great. great. They're so great. And and in Jones Beach in New York, we were there and uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was Chiba Mato Mm -hmm. and Sean Lennon. And Sean Lennon, who was so marvelous. Didn't you play with them, or you opened for them, or you did well, something? Well, uh, I them? did something. We did something with Shibamato on the Thursday, and that's where we met um, Wilka because um, Nels was married to uh, one of the pe- one of the great, great, great people in Shibamato, Yukahanda. So they they were there, and um, so that's how. And I knew that they, I was like, if Shibamato is here, and that and that American Festival is not happening, they're going to be at the show. And so we went. We and then I I did something. At the show, and they were all on stage. It was really fun, so it was great. That was great because we went backstage, and they yeah. all knew you. Mm-hmm. Like Nels came over to you, and mm-hmm. then Glenn. Yeah. Was, Glenn was like, "Oh, it's Margaret Cho. I got to go excited. talk to her." He was excited. Oh, he was so excited he about was you. So because his wife was there, and she's a big fan. She's a big fan, and they. I actually so wrote lovely. a song. Um, they were uh, they were inspiring, so I wrote a song um, for the coaches, which I'll record. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was a, it was fun to be back here in California and then to see it with you guys because it was new eyes, fresh eyes for, we've been talking about it for months. Mm. So, but it was a fret. Did, did, so did you, did you have a great, as great a oh, time as you thought like, you were going to have? Oh, it was, I couldn't, I can't even explain like watching them play 
these you know impossible germany and and don't forget the flowers from like from the wings of of being backstage and then like meeting jeff tweedy who's again like like Rezzy, he's one of my like idols you know mm-hmm. and then i go in and meet him and uh you know i think i'm gonna be like you know i'm really a big fan of your music and instead i just ask him like which guitars do you like more martins or gibsons you know mm-hmm. then we just start riffing on guitars and wrapping mm-hmm. up which i could talk about guitars for days yeah um and so that was you know they're just down to earth like normal people you know even like like michael's just you know sitting there like tweeting and taking instagram photos backstage with yeah. like nancy sinatra with nancy sinatra nancy sinatra was there and they sang boots and it was really incredible deserves an instagram i mean yeah mm-hmm. you gotta take and what was she what was she wearing boots that's such a stupid question but i gotta know <laughs> yes wearing, i don't remember yes she was uh, i love that you checked <laughs> one would think that she would sort of be now have to wear boots all the time because mm-hmm. she she's gonna be called into service at some point like yeah. get up there and sing that song i'm not wearing my boots <laughs> she can't dance manala or Vuitton. <laughs> I just don't think she would just be interested in any other shoe if you had something like that that really like kind of tied you to a certain kind of thing. And iconic and comfortable because boots are more comfortable probably than most high heels. I, I think so. I'm thinking yes, not having done drag yet. Yes. So yet. <laughs> I would say that they are. Okay, cool. Well, you, you're the only girl in here who's probably worn them. Well, I wear them I'm pretty exclusively. I only wear boots, so... Yeah. Well, they, no, they, they wear boots with heels too, but uh, it, it's more like, um, you know, they do, because they, it's your whole, it's like a, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's the equivalent of like an SUV. Well, it it's like my whole, my whole ankle is protected. Yeah. And sometimes your calf too. It's like, you got to look out for your legs. That's what gets you around. Well, let me tell Scott this. When we went to the show in, in, uh, in Hoboken, New Jersey, we had to go uh-huh. take the, uh, the, the subway over there, the, the tube. And you know what she was wearing? What? She was wearing them... Uh, them shorts oh my god i love those shorts them shorts them shorts i have this special pair of shorts that i bought when i was with scott and i was in the (laughs) store and then i i I was like somebody cut in front of me for the dressing room so i was like oh fuck this so i just took took off what i was wearing and i put the shorts on and they really go up my butt (laughs) and i left them on because they're leather and they kind of go my butt but i was like that's kind of country i don't know it's kind of cool so good. And they, I'm sorry. They looked amazing. They really go up my butt. And then the whole time, so we were walking through um, the Americana Mall, and I had these shorts going up my butt, and everybody was kept looking and turning around looking, and uh, Scott was going, woo! so great because it's like i'm you know it's like all these people i actually saw somebody navigate around the uh parking meter they nearly hit and i mean even women <laughs> men you know doing that looking down thing oh i wanted to film it so bad and it reminded me of that raincoat song where it's like you know pretty where it's like, is it my legs or is it my lips you know it's because and she's like walking along i don't know why all these men are looking at me and it's like these tattoos and these perfect legs oh it was and those when you changed into the shorts while we were waiting in line to pay for him that was just brilliant well because i didn't want to be i don't want to hang out at the mall anymore and i wanted to leave so done i'm just gonna put these on (laughs) i'll wear them out of the store you just put those in the box well we uh she was a little afraid of wearing them like you know because we pretty much figured we're going to be hanging out backstage with Mm -hmm. these wonderful rock stars are these pants too much so we took them on a test drive Mm -hmm. around the streets of new york (laughs) We actually went. Uh, we went for a walk, and um, I know that uh, that we got. We were walking down um, the what was it? One of the avenues, 
And, um, you know, like every every restaurant in New York has a big window. Uh-huh. And a couple of blokes were sitting in the window. And as she walked by, you know, because I'm, I'm always watching around. Me too. And these guys, they basically like did double takes and watched as it walked by. And I went, yeah, those shorts are going to work. Yeah. They're going to work. I, they may not, may not work for what you want, but they're going to work for something. They're going to get, a, like, we got to make a screensaver of just your ass walking and those, you know, like, all the way down. Just those legs. That would be just the best screensaver. Well, I put them on and I, I showed Jim and then, um, you know, I was like, do you think this is, like, too much? I mean, we're going to the Wilco thing. Do you think it's he? And he's like, okay, well, okay, do you want to be in the band or do you really want to be in the band? Because <laughs> if you really want to be in the band, then you've got to wear them. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess that's the right answer. <laughs> but I mean, it was, I had a little belt over it. So it was kind of, and I had my like Wilco right. hoodie. It was that's a right. little bit dressed down. That's right. You had, you had the accessories. You had the side. Yeah. Um, sort of fringy thing hanging on there. But yeah, but it definitely yeah. made a statement mm-hmm. on the streets of New York. It made a statement. I'm surprised nobody like was on the subway and like when they were waiting, they fell on and like got electrocuted by the third rail. Just like that. It's like people get distracted. <laughs> like they just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> turn head, turn, to turn heads, make a statement in New York. That's yeah. saying something. That's like saying something. Yeah, that's I think. a big deal. I think so. I would hope so. Well, it's a good it's a good deal. And, you know, we've been distracted because we have to go do a show. So, but we're, really quickly, where can people tweet you guys? Uh, Scott D. Silverman at Twitter. Or with the at Scott D. Silverman. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Edward Herta. And, and, and mine is at Margaret Cho. What's yours? At Jimmy Shelter. Our sh- Jimmy Shelter. Our show is at Monsters of Talk. You can tweet us. Um... We're on SoundCloud. We're on. We're now twice a week, actually. So we, we you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to listen to um, per week, which is great because we have so many episodes. People have to listen. Mm. iTunes to subscribe. Subscribe. Listen. Follow, listen. Subscribe, listen. When you got a chance. Retweet. Uh, um, share. Like. There are so many different vine. actions that you vine can. It. That you I don't can even do. know what that is, but <laughs> fine. Well, my uh, my latest pr- project is we're doing a show the same night as one of my rock heroes, Lloyd Cole, wow. and um, he is also a um, I can call him a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to us uh, spending some time with Lloyd Cole in Berlin. Wow, which is he- it's it's pretty heavy. It's like. Because he, you know, he's he's rock royalty uh, for, I've been going to see him for like 28 years. You so. had a cassette of him, and you did. He is rock royalty. Because he's yeah. been around forever. He's like the queen. Just been around forever. So he's doing 55 shows in Europe, and the very last show is the day we arrive. Or with the day, I'm thinking we might have to go to Hamburg. It's only a little ride from Berlin. Okay. So we might go to Hamburg first. And it actually would be worth it just to go to Hamburg, just so I could, you know... I could go, we could see the Reaperbahn and, mm-hmm. you know, pretend we're in that Elvis Costello song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it still naughty, like in the Beatles days? Yes. Human is it probably even worse, right? Uh, totally human hands. And a girl in a window on the Reaperbahn. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I put my foot in my mouth and I begin to shout. That song. Is that human hands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, human hands. Dun-na, Off of Imperial, Imperial. Imperial. It's like bedroom. a... I've been talking to you all and it's been answering me. Oh, God, I've, been, 
Oh, darling, how I miss you. Just a mere shadow of my former selfishness. Of your kiss. <laughs> but TV on liberty threats and false alarms as a girl. Holding hands with herself. And a girl on the window on the that was totally improv impromptu all right we're going to a gig we love our listeners we'll talk to you next time thanks everyone thank you